0: From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe. Journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile this is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile 22 Pages Later. With your hosts The Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by, stand by. So with this heat wave hitting New York City for the past couple of weeks, I'm honestly surprised I haven't melted into a pile of Puerto Rican mush. But with all this sweltering torture, at least my mouth hasn't been affected, so there's that. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 222. Wow, I should play that number. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who refuses to let the heat get to him because he states that nothing should be hotter than he is. He is Mike, also known as MFG.
1: And nothing is hotter than me. I so. knew you were going to say that, so. <laughs> That's just the way it works. It's <laughs> so predictable. Yeah. Everybody that shakes my hand has to wear an oven mitt.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Anyhow. <laughs> anyhow. It's anyhow. time for a horribly described film. Let's see what we got here today. Oh, this mm-hmm. one should work. You are ready, everybody?
0: Not really, really, but go. let's go for it.
1: All righty. A depressed office worker joins a cult and destabilizes the government.
0: Oh, I think I got this one.
1: All right. So one more time for the hoes at home that aren't listening. A depressed office worker joins a cult and destabilizes the government. And you will hear the answer to that wonderful, wonderful, horribly described movie
0: after the quick news. I think I got it, but I don't want to get too cocky, but anyway... Our other illustrious host is the man who is so chill that he could be sitting in the middle of hell and the flames would say, yeah, we're giving up because he's that calm. He is the always zen, RT squared, Ralph the Tech.
2: Yeah. I, I, one time I was just there in the fires of hell, just chilling like nothing. They're like, can we make it hotter? I'm like, go ahead, man, but i just keep a cool head. So... Uh-huh. The other day, while I was walking down the street, I was struck by lightning and I encountered a hooded figure who pointed towards a light and said, walk. I came to realize very soon that this man was death. I told him, no, it's not my time. He said, well, if you want to go back, you're going to have to play me in a game. And I said, all right, (sighs) see, low it is. So I go and I roll, Uh, uh. I'm getting that hot hand. I'm going, I'm going, I'm rolling, I'm rolling. I'm winning. And just when I'm about to throw that last dice, a thought occurs to me, to pretend that we're yelling, we make our voices quieter.
0: It's true. (laughs) It's very, very true. Yes, (laughs) yes, definitely. It's
2: crazy. (laughs) I won by the way, just if you were wondering.
0: P.S. In, in that explanation of what you did, how do how do I give you an intro of you being the coolest guy? But you talk about having a hot hand. You're ruining shit, bro. You're ruining. I'm trying hey, hard here. Hey,
2: listen. Cool head, hot hand. That's how we always make
0: the money. Isn't it? Cold hands, warm heart. And a is. warm heart when you have a hot hand? <laughs> well, according to Mike, you know you need oven mitts to ha- to handle him. Damn right. That's because yeah, I mean, he's hot
2: all over, man. Handshakes or otherwise.
0: Storm. Anyway, right. (laughs) all right. So today we'll be exploring the series that was brought to you by Disney Plus and Marvel, and that's an origin story of a new young hero. But will this series be as good as the others? So on this episode, we'll be discussing the Marvel Disney Plus series, Ms. Marvel. But first, Mike wants to tell you something. And for once, it's not a shot at Ralph or myself, or maybe it is anyway. Mike also has some geek dirt to share with you all. So here he is, Mike, and it's Quick News.
2: And now, the Quick News, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cal. And that Quick News intro was brought to you by math, mental abuse to humans. Ooh, I like math.
0: <laughs> Written oh, by Little Snuffy I was about to say, Little Snuffy sounded a little bit extra stuffy today So he,
2: he, he always gets his money, his hands in the pot, everywhere
0: I bet it's he cheap. does <laughs> Alright Mike, what you got for us, dude? Well, what else? Death Death.
1: That's, yeah. what, that's what happens Alrighty, Australian singer and actor Dame Olivia Newton-John has died yeah. The 1970s pop icon was best known and beloved by audiences for her portrayal of Sandy Olsen in the 1978 musical Grease Newton-John had battled breast cancer in the early 90s and again in 2017. In September of 2018, she revealed that she was being treated for cancer at the base of her spine. Newton-John finally succumbed to breast cancer and passed away peacefully at her ranch in Southern California on the morning of August 8th, surrounded by family and friends. Dame Olivia Newton-John was 73.
0: Man, I had a crush on that woman um, watching Greece. Tell me about it, stud. Oh. <laughs> Is that the
1: phrase that has that, that they have to say now to get you hot? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lady
0: J, take notes. Um <laughs> But I mean it's, it's Olivia Newton John. Things. I mean I don't that's the I mean, I remember in other movies, like I remember she was in another couple of other movies, but Grease always just stands out to me. It's just such great childhood memories. She was awesome in it. I'm oh, just i mean, it's, so it's like, a great
1: movie. It's, it's just it's part of a uh, you know, part of our culture of, of almost every place at this point. You
0: know? yeah ralph were you up on greece because i know you're so much younger than we are so not me right right yeah. <laughs> your your, your lies are older than how old you are i i lapped <laughs> i lap
2: mike like six times over you know it just that's how much older than he is yeah
0: yeah but rob were you into greece or were you not really like a greece person
2: of course don't you remember me saying that uh, i know it's wrong but i actually did enjoy greece too yeah, oh, well, I, oh.
1: I I do remember that. Unfortunately, and that is just one of the many reasons when I'm bludgeoning you to death, you're going to go. But why? And I won't have to answer
2: now.
0: And you. Well, I'll just say Tom Tom that Olivia New- Greece
2: too. <sighs>
0: Olivia Newton John, even though she is freshly passed on, she's rolling around in her grave already. She's like, oh, already. Yeah. <laughs> even Michelle Grease Pfeiffer.
1: Two. Even Michelle Pfeiffer hates Greece too, right? <laughs> <laughs> she does. She talks about it all the time. When she's asked if she's like, I, I she goes, "That's I won't even look at it again." <laughs> I I, I
2: did. Oh wow! um, It's sad to hear that she's gone. Of course. You know, at least when she left, she was in a loving environment, surrounded by people who cared for her and who will keep her memory alive. Oh yeah, very true.
1: Ah, true. Alrighty, enough of that. Next part of news. Not another person dying. So we can move on from that. <laughs> oh, this this is just a death of fun at this point. Did uh, I just say
0: all to a death? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try that again. It's not another death. Yay. Let's go. <laughs> all man.
1: right. Since the merger that resulted in Warner Brothers Discovery, President and CEO David, uh, David Zaslav has been raising eyebrows and now pitchforks from unhappy mobs. After canceling the mystifyingly green-lit Wonder Twins film, the longevity of superhero entertainment for Warners is in question. From the CW Network, Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, Naomi, and Flash have been canceled. Superman and Lois is on the Maybe column. And now for the fun news, HBO Max is being absorbed by the Disney Plus streaming service. And surprise, Batgirl has been canceled, along with Kevin Smith's Strange Adventures. The Green Lantern series is resting comfortably on the chopping block, but keeping company with Supergirl, uh, with while both films are just waiting to see if the axe will fall, will capes and tights be a part of the Warner Brothers discovery landscape? Sure, in what capacity? Unknown, equally unknown is if HBO Max will be there to
0: stream them. Rob, you're gonna say
2: Well, you, you accidentally said Disney Plus instead of Discovery Plus. Did I? I'm discovery
0: sorry about Plus. that, Disney. It is
1: Discovery Plus. Yeah,
2: thank you very Watch. much. Did I hear you right? You said the Flash was canceled.
1: Well, the, I mean, the Flash is going to do it season nine, and so it's for a limited like, amount.
2: We but did it though. That.
0: <laughs> right, that's what I heard. Um, and it's funny because Mike said, "Oh, we're not talking about a death, but we're talking about a death of a couple of series." Though so I said it was the death Matthew. of fun. <laughs> Well, it depends on the series because some some series weren't fun, but Wait, I mean, the Flash, wow, and then the back the Batgirl is where I've seen so much backlash over in you know in the past week that we got the news. Was it see. backlash or batlash? Wow.
2: Okay. Go ahead, Robbie. We both. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got you. There it is. Um, so it was funny though, like the 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 Batgirl news. Uh, John Oliver even made uh, a comment on that on his show where he's where he talked about the merger he's like oh hi new business daddy and he talked like (laughs) canning really uh it's like um keeping uh a multi-million dollar movie that you made on the shelf and then he puts the picture of back uh back girl on the scene on the screen and he goes oh yeah business new business daddy you don't like that do you is so funny yeah yeah
0: but but that whole thing is all him i mean that goes back to him making fun of at&t when they were in charge of 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 um hbo max but yeah. now i'm like i mean i'm i won't say heartbroken i'm just kind of like wow i heard this this bad thing i was kind of excited for it and now to hear all these show go down even though we've been talking about the death of flash for a while yeah we knew it was coming show. but
1: i'm just saying but like just everything's gone and uh zaslav has kind of said Well, you know like the reason why i think he's getting rid of other things or possibly getting rid of other things that it shows for hbo max is that oh you know i kind of believe that the uh dc superhero should be on the big screen and i'm thinking have you seen what dc has done with their heroes on the big screen like Mm -hmm. like like, like, you know so and also so that means that like you know things like titans and uh doom patrol are probably also up for questionable taste because it's you know it's you don't know what's going on i mean they they're popular but they don't have huge crowds you know um so you know, so a lot of it's going to be done. I just think though that with Batgirl, they should just think of it logically. You know, like because they said that it's 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 been done, but it still is in like final stages of post production, and now it's you know hasn't had that's not going to happen. But I just think, just you know, they don't want to spend all the money or be on the hook with this. Just go with Taco Bell. Like just do a, a partnership with Taco Bell. Everyone likes tacos. They get people to like Batgirl. You change her <laughs> you, you change her name to Barbara Gordito and, oh. and it's, it sells right itself
0: it sells itself you know? wow well because you call it barbara, barbara goldita that's an insult so you know <laughs> I, I would never do that i'm glad you went goldito i'm like good job good job <laughs> um i will say before you move on to your next piece of news um that i spoke with um a couple of people about that and some people were like well i don't understand why people are mad the, the people should be excited because you know they're talking about they want to bring the fandom back to dc and like, by by cutting off all of their you know, TV properties. You know, at the knees, and, and just get abruptly getting rid of them. So,
2: I, I don't know if I felt the same is, way, but we'll see. I, I have a question. Like, do these actors still get paid for what of course. they did? Yeah, of course. There's, there, their
1: contracts. I mean, unless I, mostly, I mean, yeah, especially for anything this big. I mean, their contracts—they're getting paid.
2: Period. It's not not as much as they would. But, have but
1: don't, but don't true. forget though. If I, I mean, it's not even just about that. You know, this is, this is a, something that could have, first of all, been a franchise for them. You know also you got paid but this if the movie did well and put you in the public eye you'd be getting more movie offers for lots more money so now you're not <laughs> so you know it's there's a flip side to that it's like yeah they got paid
2: but they could possibly it could also have hindered their careers right, right? Yeah. absolutely i'm gonna have to call my uh my big-eared friend and ask him to break out his checkbook and uh and buy a uh, discovery company if you know what i mean yeah.
1: But also, you know, um, another uh, uh, another group that's been very unhappy about the whole cancellation has been for Brandon Frazier. Like like there's a there's a huge population that was looking forward to him starting to make a comeback again. There's a lot of people very disappointed in that, including him. He was very yeah. vocal about being very disappointed. You know, anyway. Wow. All right. Last but not least. Everybody's favorite hockey mask homicidal maniac might be making a comeback. The Friday the 13th franchise consists of the original movie, nine sequels, a crossover with A Nightmare on Elm Street, and a 2009 reboot, but has offered zero kills to an anxious fan base since. After years in legal battle, writer Victor Miller won domestic rights to the franchise, while director Sean Cunningham owns the character of adult Jason Voorhees. Rumors are swirling that the two have finally reached an agreement and a 13th Friday the 13th film could be in the works. Everyone mm. raised their bloody machetes in celebration, but, but lower them carefully. We don't want any more incidents like the last time.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, what happened uh, last time? Ugh. I don't know. I don't know if he's everybody's favorite machete, Willing, wheeling, whatever, whatever. He's not mine. I'll tell you that much. Uh, well, well, we yeah. all know how much I love horror movies. Right. But all, all jokes aside, that I mean, it would be good to finally have, I mean, 13, if anything, should be the last one. To no, end should on never be the last one. Oh, Jesus, here we go.
1: Especially <laughs> after that reboot, which is horrible. So
0: whatever they're doing better be good because that sucks. Well, after unless you period. do it like Halloween did and get rid of like half of the history and go, okay, Halloween won and we're continuing from there. Forget everything else. That's
2: Listen, what they did after, with the reboot. After they did um, Jason X, they should have just, you know, destroyed everything and forgotten that it ever existed and not even continue forward because there's no way to redeem yourself after you do that.
1: Oh, oh, they they, they they've they've done far worse to themselves long before Jason X, but I still love them all. I love that franchise so much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: But anyhow, Talk that is all my quick news. Yes, always. <laughs> uh, and um I think you have a hardly described movie that you want to break down for us, or you're gonna tell us, and I think I won. All righty,
1: here we go for those confident people listening in. Here is the horribly described movie: a depressed office worker joins a cult and destabilizes the government. Mm,
0: that is I, Fight Club. Ralph.
2: I feel. I. Mm, we got I some dead air see, going on here. A lot I was of dead say air. Wanted, but. That doesn't seem to lie Well, that up. could be a two. Actually, that know, could be a two. He doesn't destabilize the government. He destabilizes a secret organization, you would say.
1: Uh, I think you guys are really overthinking a horribly described movie. It's horribly described for a reason.
0: <laughs> give it to me again. No, Ralph, well, this is not This is not. Geeks on the Go. <laughs> give it All to right. me again. Come on. One more
1: time. A depressed office worker joins a cult and destabilizes the government.
2: Joins a cult. Now nah, I give up.
1: Like game that all over again. Uh, I'm telling you, The Matrix. Oh, shut the fuck up!
2: <laughs> <laughs> How is that a cult? Come on! Who's <laughs> that a cult, Mike? You, what I, you mean a
1: group of you mean a group of unhappy, disgruntled people that are taking drugs together? yeah I don't know. I call
2: that a cult. <laughs> Mike, I, I hope you never have looking, to describe an incident for the police. Wow. A, I'm a, really disappointed in that
0: one because I thought I really had I that
1: I do. One. I do describe the for the police. I go, it was probably some Latino.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, Mike will just, never be able to walk into a bodega again <laughs> or get a cab from Uber. Oh, no, wait. Half, half the Uber is. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, could,
2: I could see it now. Uh, Mike, if that's your real name, can you please uh, describe to us what happened here? Well, yes. Um, some Some person who looks like a human being walked in did a thing and then walked out <laughs>
0: did a thing which well, is pretty accurate depending on what happened oh boy all right well mike got us this time but well i'm definitely going to try next time ralph do you have any quick news
2: well yeah i bet you, he's you gonna take
0: that. he's gonna take my freaking one it's he's gonna take it go ahead that. i'm gonna Get text time. it up mike while you're saying it
2: actually I have nothing to say oh shit i thought you did okay <laughs>
0: um now usually it's, i don't do Cat.
1: it's like you know when you throw the dog and the ball gets it and then it gives it back to you and then you pretend to throw it again it runs away
0: that's the cat every time every day <laughs> <laughs> but at least i admit to it there's something to that my, my quick news is brief i usually don't do rumors um but well, this happened. came but no but this came out of the actor's mouth himself Ooh. And I'm not sure if Mike, if Mike heard about this, but you heard about the conversation with Marvel and Giancarlo Esposito?
1: Um, I've heard rumors that I'm not happy about, but go on.
0: Well, the, here's what they're saying. Now, I, obviously, for those who don't know John uh, John Giancarlo Esposito, he's known for a lot of great roles, but definitely re- most recently Breaking Bad, The Mandalorian, where he played, oh, um, I can't remember his name. Oh, my God, I'm going to get killed for that. Anyway. Um he has met with Marvel Studios. He's also on The Boys. He is in The Boys. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, in any event, he's been discussing. He's been having conversations with Marvel about taking on a character. Some reports have said possibly Doctor Doom. Other reports have said Professor X.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm not a fan of that. Really, Professor Doom. Uh, Professor that would be weird. <laughs> you just know you're going to fail that class. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Mike, I- Wait, are you more mad at Doom? Or, and I'm mad,
1: more like you don't I want haven't to- heard of Doom, and I've also just heard that it's like all these actors. He said that he would like to play these parts. I haven't heard that they have actually offered him these parts, but I know I don't want, I don't need um, Esposito to be uh, Professor X. It's just, really? I, I just don't need him to be Professor X. I'm good.
0: Wow. Okay. because <laughs> you want to
1: play the role? Uh, no, I have too much luscious hair for that. That would be either of you two.
0: Yeah, but he's got a lot of foreheads. If you tilt Mike's head the right way, it looks like a bald head. <laughs> hey,
2: listen. You can revamp the character, make him your own.
0: Professor, we're in trouble. I'll Be right with you.
1: Just combing my luscious hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Using dark and lovely. Um, <laughs> Wolverine, lend me those claws. I have split ends. <laughs> Ralph, just, any, any, just word about, oh, any, any word from you about? Any word from you about John Carlos Basito, or no feelings whatsoever, or? Um, first I would have to
2: figure out who that is. Okay. You know who it is, and then uh, let, me, let me let me look. He's the one.
1: he's the, he's the guy that's in charge of Voight on uh, the
2: voice. Vo- oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: oh, yes, him, him. Hmm, interesting. They talked about. I, I thought the idea of Doom, even though you know Doom, I, I want somebody to be a little bit younger and whatever. But I think like his acting chops would be great for Doom. He plays. If he did of-
1: Doom. I could easily see them doing a Darth Vader thing meaning that it would never be him. It would just always be his voice. Yeah. That's what I would see. Cause waits. I'd be like, Young Reed, punch that old man in the face. <laughs> All right. But not only does it feel like an ageist crime, it also feels like a hate crime if I'm white. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I couldn't see him as um, Professor X, just cause I don't know, he, he just, he doesn't have the look of Professor X. Maybe, like, in an animated series, he could do the voice because the voice, his voice is that was no, that was a discussion,
0: great. also. That, 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 that the 90s X Men 97, he would be doing that, but I don't know. Yeah, that's fine.
2: Yeah, his, his voice is phenomenal, but yeah, I, I can't is. see him doing either role live action.
0: Okay, all right, because as well, a
2: villain, he's great. As a villain,
0: absolutely. I mean, yeah. oh, T- Toph oh, Toph Martin, I can't remember the name of the guy from Star Wars, Moff Gideon, <laughs> Moff <Mark> Gideon. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm gonna get I'm gonna get ridiculed. For all of Martin. you, for all of you wearing Doc Martens out there, <laughs> they I were not the made. By, they were not made by Esposito. I, I I was I was I was a '90s kid. I'm sorry. Anyway, let's move off of the the quick quick news and let's go into what we're here to talk about, which is the new Disney Plus slash Marvel Studio series, Ms. Marvel, and with a synopsis, is a guy who probably read the series when it came out, Mike also known as mfg i'm pretty sure that was an assumption but i think i'm right well you have assumed partially incorrectly oh, um exactly. i've read some of it and
1: i definitely read her beginnings but that's not important right now All right. ms marvel is the seventh tv series in the mcu streamed on the disney plus service uh the show follows pakistani american teenager uh kamala khan or Kamala, excuse me, Khan, as she navigates growing up and growing powers. The series is based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name, created by Sana Amanat, Stephen Wacker, G. Willow Wilson, Adrian Afana, and Jamie McKelvey in Captain Marvel number 14 back in August of 2013. 13. Upon headlining, headlining her, her own book in 2013, Ms. Marvel became Marvel's first Muslim superhero with her own title. Ms. Marvel has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 98% with an audience of 81 and an IMDb rating of 69 out of 100. Wow! Yeah, very, very different there. All right, a little synopsis. Yeah. It, okay. It's teen time in the MCU, and Disney Plus couldn't be any more in its wheelhouse. 16-year-old Kamala Khan has to balance family, religion, and growing up in New Jersey. She tries to be a good daughter, but she succeeds at being a superhero geek and a Captain Marvel stalker. At Adventure Con with Bruno, her best friend and friend-zoned engineering wunderkind, Kamala creates catastrophe and resolves such with new discovered and never defined energy construct powers. Now you think Green Lantern without thinking Ryan Reynolds. Always. Uh, <laughs> this captures the attention of low-key ancient Jin and high-key racist federal agents. Uh, holding the key to destroying the world while also representing the Muslim community is a lot to ask of a girl in red high-top kicks, but it gets easier when your nemesis commits suicide before the final episode. Alrighty, starring Iman Palani as Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, Matt Lintz as Bruno Corelli, Yasmin Fletcher as Nakia Bahadir, uh, Zenobia Shroff as Muniba Khan, Mohan Kapoor as Yusuf Khan, uh, Sagar Sheha as Amir Khan, Rish Shah as Kamran, Nimra Bukh as Najma, Samina Ahmad as Sana, Maywish Hayat as Aisha, Fawad Khan as Hassan, Farhan Akhtar as Walid, Aramis Knight as Kareem, uh, also the Red Dagger, uh, Laurel Marsden as Zoe Zimmer, and
0: Alicia Rainer as Sadie Deaver. She's from the DODC. All right. Um, before I even go into anything, um, first, uh, Mike, pat your brow because that was really good work right there on that the cast. That was hard. I, saw <laughs> I, I was watching. I was like, <laughs> if it would have been me, I would have stumbled after the first couple of <laughs> names. So, well done. He was defusing a bomb while doing calculus. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm gonna tell you the joke after the podcast. But, um, being that we're here already, before we say anything, let's press that spoiler button that we've paid so much money for, and we do it over show.
2: Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker.
0: Ah, yes, and that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. So if you take this device
2: here, you turn it around, say the password, and press this button, it gives you Stush.
0: (laughs) Hi-ya! (laughs) <laughs> I asked us, all right All right So, um, before we even go there I, I, I've come to the conclusion that maybe we should Do the spoiler warning Before Mike's synopsis Just saying, Just really? saying.
1: Because this is the first time everyone's ever tuned into this podcast And even if not, it's a podcast about a show It's going to <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, be a spoiler But it's pointless like, It's like, you know, um, we're going to give you a warning Oh, well, after we do what we said we are going to do But warning <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot of spoilers in there some of the end <laughs> but i digress all right ms marvel let's go into it um i guess the first thing i want to start off with is something that mike mentioned in the synopsis which um the narration style is definitely different mike mentioned it in the um in his synopsis that this is in their wheelhouse you know marvel's doing something where it's for um you know young teens and you could tell by the narration style this is a different style than the other mcu series um how do we feel about the style and is it a plus or a detriment to the series oh my god it was totally rad
1: actually i don't know if that's what the kids are saying now but it was really good (laughs) (laughs) okay no i i definitely enjoyed it I, i it was um, you know, everything changes as the show goes on. But um, the overall feel and especially the first two to three episodes were just fantastic. I love the energy. I, I love the narration. I love the their version of being young and 16 and, you know, navigating the world. I, I, I thought it was just really well done that way. You just love love. I love love.
0: <laughs>
1: Ralph, what about you? Not, not Love and Thunder,
0: though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which well, you got kudos for us dogging it. Anyway, I'll tell you about that <laughs> off podcast. Ralph um
2: well if i were to say that i liked it it would be the truth i quite enjoyed it um i thought that they did a really good job in in sort of capturing the essence of a teenage girl you would say
0: yeah I, i definitely agree with that i mean it's it the feel was different but i feel like when you're dealing with a young teen hero you have there's room for it you know what i'm saying like you could choose not to not to use this narration style and be mm-hmm. okay but if you chose to do it it makes it a lot more fun it makes it engaging it does make it you know like like you're you know like you're going through that journey as well i right. what's interesting is i knew a lot of people who were hating on it because of the style
2: Hater. like really? so
0: many hardcore um marvel you know Marvel appreciators dogging it because it was so different in narration sound because it felt very like a Disney show. And you know me, I've always complained about like, I mean, go back to episode whatever where we talked about Phineas and Ferb and the Marvel Avengers. You know, um, I was not happy with that because I just felt like those two things shouldn't have mixed. But I feel like with this series, it was perfect. The narration style was perfect for what the story was going to be.
1: And let me just say, because I just going to point this out right now, that, you know, I really just hated the way, you know, that she, you know, disrespected her family constantly, making sure that she was always the correct one, telling her mother to basically go F off. And, oh, wait, there was a teenager that didn't do that. Gee, it is capable of being written. What do we know?
2: <laughs> you know, well, what cause a I'm- shock. Because they, <laughs> they wrote it realistic. Because you know that in a Middle Eastern family, if the daughter were to disrespect her elders like that, she would not be in existence at all. Yeah, but even still, it doesn't even matter what. But it's just, that's always their go-to. Is oh, they're
1: going to, it's like, sure, she's going to misbehave to a point, she's a teenager. (laughs) You know, know, like she skips out to go to to the Avengers Con and stuff like that. But, you know, she's still always respectful to her parents. She's still just trying to also be a teenager. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Right. Well let's
0: live, Mom. Let's focus on 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 the protagonist real quick. Well, not real quick. Let's focus on the protagonist. Which one? Kamala Khan. Let's talk about let's talk about, you know, you know, Ms. Marvel herself. All right. Um, what do we think about the teenage hero? And I'm leaning towards Mike, not that I don't want to hear what Ralph's gotta say. Nobody But I know Mike always has an issue with the teen hero. With the teen hero portrayal, so I, I, the minute I was writing up all the questions I wanted to ask, the first one came to my mind. I know Ralph's more forgiving in that regard. Period. I want to know, Mike, how'd you feel about Kamala as a
1: teen hero? I mean, like anything, there's always a little bump in the road here and there, but all in all, no. I, I they wrote her really well because she seemed like an actual person and not a stereotype of a of a bad teenager or whatever the tropes that they think that teenagers should always fall into. I enjoyed her. I. I the fact that like if you watch uh interviews with her or if you watch that little like five minute um you know documentary of the, of the making and stuff like that after you watch the series you know she is young and she is uh, you know an, a marvel fan like and it, it feels like i mean that is her character as well but it feels like it feels like they were just like look at that fan just jumping up and down in the middle of, of you know comic-con over there throw a suit on her and let's put her on a tv show i mean that's what it felt like it's <laughs> You know, except like she did a good job. I mean, her acting—she's not Meryl Streep, but she wasn't horrible by any means. You know, I, yeah. I thought thought she did a good job with what she was given, and um, she made you like her. I, I, you know, just just love her. She's she wants to be, you know, you know, depending on your age, you you know, you want her to be your your little sister. You know, the the next door neighbor that you would actually find enjoyable. The next door neighbor kid <laughs> that wouldn't be a pain in your ass if you're an adult. You know, I just think they did a good job. They did a good job selecting her, and I think she did a great job with the role.
0: Okay. I I I feel like I know Ralph's answer, but Ralph. Well, if you know my answer, why should I say it? Well, I want to hear it, Ralph. Yeah, and you could also surprise me. You know, throw me a curveball. I mean, you know, I got I I got Fight Club wrong, so I mean, everything is like you know on the table now.
1: Really, really, you got one of the horribly described movies wrong, and now you're uh, mad. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: it was really just,
2: horribly described. <laughs> it must be just another day that ends in Y. Wow. <laughs> Um, I mean, I have really nothing more to say. Mike said it all. Everything that I was thinking, he said it like she, she did a great job and just like it's, she's very well written, makes you uh, relatable, makes you actually think about like your own life growing up as a teenager. Um, I did find it funny, like uh, one of the things that she does really well is that like the dumbfounded, sort of like stupid, like airhead face. Mm-hmm. like yeah. she's like, like <laughs> yes like confused or like pretending to be confused or like oh, oh um uh, like it was, it yeah. was so hilarious you just did, just did it well too well she, she did a great job and yeah, yeah definitely um, and like that that like also like uh when she's trying to hide stuff from mm-hmm. like, from her parents or from her, her friends like it's it's that that silly like trope of like oh no i, I uh, i'm not trying to hide anything what are you talking about and they're like i know you're lying come on all right fine here it is though it, i did think it was kind of weird how like uh, so like it, it wasn't it wasn't very clear like whether everybody knew who at the very end that who she was or where she was like that it was her or if it was just like a small group of people that knew that she was the superpowered individual yeah, we can get to
0: that, I guess. Right. We'll, we'll we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back to that. Why? Um, we'll
2: now. No, that's fine. We'll circle back.
1: To that. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a phone on store now.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I, um, the one thing I want to say before we keep more in need of it, I guess the one thing that resonates with me with this character is that. Um, she feels different than the other female teen characters. And and who am I looking at? I'm looking at you, Stargirl. And not that I have a problem with Stargirl, because then you know I like Stargirl. But the way Stargirl's portrayed and the way Kamala's portrayed, two totally different feels, you know, um, even to the... And, and I'm not you, it's a cultural thing, American versus, you know, Eastern and all that other stuff, or just personal choices. But how do I say this? It doesn't feel as sexualized, I guess.
1: But no, I mean, they definitely... Did not sexualize her, which is good for all reasons. First of all, all she, reasons. Yes, she's, she's portraying sixteen years old, so stop. Uh, and, right. and, the, and then the other is, I mean, it just just like in the comics. I mean, that's her costume from the comics. You know, like it's you know mm-hmm. she's she's of a modest religion and she dresses accordingly. I mean, sure, there are there women that are raising that faith that probably are like, hey, I don't mind being naked. That's true, and I'm sure a comic book that wrote that way would say like, well, I know this one person to be like, that's not the majority. <laughs> You know, she's she's a girl that's sticking to her beliefs as well as trying to be a hero. She's not like, I've got powers, where's my bikini top? You know <laughs> <laughs> which is what happens to every look look at um Stargirl. Well, well, but not really yeah, Stargirl, but I mean just look at um uh, can't think of Kate's last name, uh but uh Hawkeye from the comics. Her initial costume is just basically like a leather jacket over a bustier or a bra, basically. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're like Oh, that's what you're gonna go fight crime in. That that makes sense.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It protects all the vital organs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I did think it was a, a a cool device that they built her costume over the se- like throughout the series, the whole series, uh, the whole mm-hmm. uh, season. You know, right. like she got the mask from Bruno, the scarf from her mother. You know, and then her mother made the rest of the the outfit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. It was it was just so cool. The, and the. Uh, the vest from the the red daggers like that was just like so it's a good way
1: to know i
0: mean like i said they took their time
1: which also had its own problems but for that though it worked well
0: right now another thing speaking of kamala was the fact of how she got her powers now obviously you know not obviously but for those who have not seen it you know she she comes across a bangle that was given to her family and and her mother tried to disregard as junk well you find out later on her great-grandmother you know, owned this bangle and she puts the bangle on and the bangle I thought initially gave her the powers, but later on they explained that the bangle unlocked the powers. Um, um and the, these powers are different than the ones in the comic book. How did you guys feel about the portrayal of the Powers because in the comic book, it's sort of she can kind of like stretch and you know, those it's different. How do we feel about it? Um, I'm
1: fine with it because her powers, no matter how they try to explain them, they're just really the same powers as Mr. Fantastic, even though they're not. I mean, the, the, the functionality of her powers are not, but that's right. how they would seem visually, you know. Plus, they would also be very disturbing to see on the big screen, I think. <laughs> what do you think, Ralph?
2: Um, I feel like I'm I, making a little silly. Wow. I really ho- was hoping that they were gonna um, make her an Inhuman, and then actually have like the Terrigen Mist and introduce that into the into the MCU, so that you can actually reintroduce the Inhumans again. Um, but I can understand why they didn't go that direction, and they didn't because they shit
0: in that bed. Yeah, <laughs> wow, Mike. It sounds personal. I am
2: so angry about this. I couldn't Listen, tell. They they fucked up his boy Black Bolt, man. Like oh, oh, he's one, one of my, my favorite characters, man, and they just I, ruined it, him. He's so Twice. simple, so simple <laughs> to write and and to do good, and they just said eh, sprinkle this, sprinkle that, sprinkle that. Eh, Turd sandwich. So there we go. But um, either here or there. But but so, uh, like. The, the way that they did the powers, I wasn't, like, I didn't hate it, you know, but I just wish it was, like, a little bit more clear of, like, whether, because, like, there's a point where Bruno is analyzing her, and he's like, oh, the power's not coming from the bangle, it's coming from you. But, so, they never actually specified whether or not she actually has to be wearing the bangle in order to access this power, you know? Right. So, like, is, is the power from the bangle? Is it from you? is the bangle just allowing you to access the
0: power within you? So it's, it's, it's not very clear because then, uh, I mean. I think they the, made it clear. They, I mean, I think, I don't know about if in regards to wearing the bangle, but they're saying that the power is coming from within her. So it unlocks. Yeah, but, but so like if,
2: so then in order for a person to literally disarm her, they just have to take the bangle off and then she has no power. It's not, it's not like in the comic books where she's not wearing, I mean, she has a bangle and it's mostly like, you know, just decorative, but she has her powers right. that that can't be like taken away.
1: Right. I mean, just to, yeah. just again to give us two, because like I said, I mean, her powers is fine enough. Seeing it, it looks very interesting because it's very different. Um, but unfortunately, just like so many things, her powers are never explained. I mean, they're like, oh, she's tapping into the neurodimension, but I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not telling me anything. And you have not <laughs> said where her powers are or even tried to describe them, which you would think someone as as intellectual and inquisitive as Bruno would. Be one of the things he try his best to do um yeah. just fyi though so if you, if you know for people that watch the show you know when she uses her power it kind of like seems like an extension or, or or a malforming of pieces of her body or something like that in the comics she can stretch to form expand or compress her entire body parts mm-hmm. um but here's a cool thing does anyone know how she does that in the comics in the comics. I don't. This this was the most fascinating thing I think I had ever heard. It doesn't make sense, but it's fascinating. So like, unlike Mr. Fantastic, who's just rubbery and stretchy and da 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 da, she's not rubbery and stretchy. She is okay. Her cells. I'm give you a quote. Her cells manifest mutable properties due to the fact that she is able to share her mass through time with different versions of herself. So on a molecular level, she is time traveling whenever she uses her powers. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so imagine trying to explain that, which would mean nothing to anybody. It's a cool idea, but even for visual, I mean, but even as a, a concept for the comics, it's like,
0: eh, <laughs> you know, uh, like, it, it doesn't it, work. It, it, it doesn't sound like a cool idea. It sounds like somebody trying too hard to be so different and unique. Yeah. <laughs> so so <that laughs> like, my power is this
2: here, make, top that, what was that wrong? So basically what they're saying is that at some point, either in the past or the future, she has no mass because she's borrowing the mass from herself from another point of time.
1: But I I mean, I'm assuming she's borrowing it from all points of time. So she's taking probably some from every, but yes, either way, it still makes no sense. And then also that's only when you talk about adding things, but in the comics, she can adjust her height to even go as small as an action figure or as large as a tall building and make herself as thin as paper. So I'm like, did that mean that everyone just suddenly gained weight? (laughs) <laughs> and and like, like I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm five foot one, I'm eight foot four. I don't know why, but I'm back to normal again. <laughs> you know? What
2: about when she has that, that period of time where she's able to sort of like shape shift and mimic other people? Right, and that's
1: about it. Cause that's also, she can also shape shift that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's her her abilities in the comics, as cool as they may seem, they're just weird. You know, like it's, it's just too weird of a concept. And also like they were saying, just to give you an idea too. So fine, you're taking on masks, but they were saying that like her upper limit of strength when she i don't know what how big she had to be or whatever but she can lift 75 tons. I'm like that's a lot. <laughs> that's that's more than nor- the normal base level of Colossus, who's usually mm-hmm. around 50 I mean now he's at 100 tons but he used to be around 50 tons. You know, Where's uh, the Hulk? like Oh he's he's part of the 100 plus group. Like juggernaut <laughs> like where they 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 can't measure after 100.
0: <laughs> it's like you don't really need to know. Do you really want to know? Yeah. Right. It's, it's <laughs> like you
2: know. all right. You, you see that moon over there? Yeah, like six of those. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, as well, kind of getting back on 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 task. Um, once Ms. Marvel, or she didn't even call Ms. Marvel, once Kamala, um, finds out about her powers, you know, discovers it with the bangle. You got a couple of different um, groups of interests popping up. You have damage control. And then you have... Um, well, at first, you have um, Kamran showing up, seeming like he's somebody from her school. N- the new student. Always be suspicious of those new students. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he ends up, you know, like forming this bond with her. And then you end up finding out that there is a group... Uh, are they called the clandestines? Have I, I got it right? Yeah, the clandestines. You know, these people that are from another dimension looking for this bangle. Um, which group of i i don't want to call them enemies but i mean i guess they, you would call them enemies um which one was the more interesting storyline the damage control or the clandestines
1: uh i'm going to choose neither for a yeah. thousand uh, <laughs> um like <laughs> the clandestine could have been a great and interesting uh you know villainous group or whatever but then it wasn't and the the dodc damage control could have been a great threat but then they were just a bunch of racist assholes. So that wasn't as much of a threat as it was just, and again, I get the point you're trying to make, but it was just to the point that that was like their only front. It wasn't like the, the DODC was doing anything else or we saw what else they're up to. It's just, oh, here's this racist woman that's their forefront, you know? Um, yeah, neither of them packed a punch. The, the The show, as much as I loved it, it, it failed twice in marvel's bad villains character um, you know which which most oh. shows just get one <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> they got two swings and misses yeah it what was, was that,
2: interesting to see a woman in the racist you know villain role mm-hmm. instead of a man you know it's good I to think see was that was probably intentional that they're giving the you know or they're doing this uh equal equality thing they're giving it a chance you know
1: Well, I think there's some of that, as much as that's tongue in cheek sarcasm, but I also think she, if she, she kind of represented the Karens of the world. And I I don't think that was a mistake, you know, the the one that's like, you know, there's a bunch of Black people grouped together. I'm calling the police, you know. Um, (laughs) I think she was that person. And I, but the thing is, I have to give it to her. You hated the the actress. She did a good job of being that character because you hated her. As much as I didn't like the villain uh, or her being a villain either, but you just hated her because you were like, yeah, that's, you're all kinds of wrong, lady. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, it was it was also, like, so obvious, like, uh, I'm telling you to stand down right now, okay? You pack everything up and you're going to go. Okay. All right, we're going to go in now. But didn't he just tell you, no, 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 we're going in. Go, go, go in. Go. Well, I did like the fact that, you know, when they do attack, as jumping a little bit, when they're attacking the school,
1: which we'll get to the reason why that's happening, Um, that the boss is like, so you just attacked a high school. <laughs> filled with kids with live weapons <laughs> you know like like you're fired <laughs> there like, wasn't yeah. there wasn't, wasn't come into my office for a talk he was like you're, you're fired <laughs> you know like, We're done. We're done. <laughs> you my, know.
2: my question is though like the the guy in charge he seems like a smart guy right right mm-hmm. he's probably worked with her for a while so he, he can sort of guess what her actions would be right you would think he would have the foresight to say, she's not going to listen to a word I'm going to say. And she's probably just going to do whatever she wants. I should probably contact the other people who I'm also in charge of and <laughs> tell them, yeah, don't listen to her orders because I'm your boss and I'm telling you guys to stand down and pack your shit up. Right. You, you would have think that it would be like, just like a mass. They probably have them all like on the same text group and just be like, Hey guys, Yeah, bitch is crazy. um (laughs) back home.
1: Yeah, but the the, the thing is, the whole point is that when you're in control, in command, you only want to talk to one person. If you're going to go and talk to the whole group, by that point, you already would have removed her. Like, you're not going to talk behind her back. You're just going to remove her because it's pointless at this point. You don't trust her anymore. You know.
0: Right.
2: But yeah, yeah. at least have someone there who's going to be like the whoever is her number two in the field. That number, the person who's in command, should be like, all right, let, let me just text this guy real quick like hey is, is she complying no okay yeah stand her down please
1: like come on oh, rip from the headlines you know the officer that does something bad and his partner standing right there watching again yep. uh, there's there's a point that i think that they wrote it this way and it's it's valid i i definitely get out of it, but i do know what you're saying as well you know right
0: um but, but you feel like that's i just want to get
1: back to uh
2: to, yeah but, but basically you
0: said they swung and they swung and missed with both villains where oh. do you agree that they swung and missed with both villains
2: yeah like the the clandestines they're introduced way too quickly right Mm -hmm. and then just as quickly they're gone right yeah um and and it's self-sacrifice like it's so stupid yeah Yeah. but but also i love how
1: easily everybody took oh yeah we've got dna from people from another dimension yeah oh (laughs) i I guess that's quite common (laughs) because no one seems shocked at all, <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, listen, if you flash a black light anywhere, you'll find DNA from another dimension. Oh Lord, I guess so. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then going back to the cl- going back to the clandestines for a second, because Ralph mentioned that as quickly. as They were introduced. They they were kind of you know disposed of. You know, but mind you, you know, there's a whole thing, a bunch of things that they happen. You know, like they, they 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 break up. um You know, um, um, Kamala's um. Brother's wedding,
1: yeah, Amir's wedding. They just trash it and oh, and then, well, I like but, Amir, by but the nobody way. sees. I like Amir, sort of, Amir, by the way. You know, oh, Amir's great, but like they trashed the wedding. Like I'm like, okay, they may not have seen all that happened, but they had to see this group coming in. Also, it's a group of mysteriously able to produce weaponry, which they never told us how that works. <laughs> you know, because they just produce weapons. You're like, is that a thing? That, I guess that's the thing they do now. You know, and when they get captured, they just escape because i guess that's the other thing they just do
2: <laughs> so like that that was one of the things that i was really hung up on the fact that they gave us no explanation on what the clandestine can do right and and whether or not that if it's their power that they create these weapons out, out of the stuff or is it like technology that they have for a while right. because there's one guy who like Pulls the thing off his necklace and it turns into a massive hammer. So it's like, right? I mean,
1: like, cool effect, but without explanation, it just seems odd.
2: <laughs> is that can can all clandestine do that? Why can't um the the what's what's the kid's name? Simon oh, Why can't Cameron, Cameron do that?
1: Yeah. So like, but also, what do they all possess the same whatever energy constructability that Kamala does? Or Kamala does because the mother then. Najma seemed to be able to send that to her son, yeah. even though she herself exhibited none of that power. Yeah, so
2: yeah, it made no sense. <laughs> it
1: was one know. of those where you're like, you guys, it felt like, because there's only six episodes, and it felt like this was eight episodes and you took two away, but, but don't want to tell us what it was that was in them. You know, <laughs> uh, that, that was a little bit annoying. So like, I, I did have a problem with the, the powers, not so much even the power levels, just the in and out powers, the, 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 the bangle. What does that bangle do? We don't know. We, we know it's not the source of her powers, but then it also seems to be able to show things and then it somehow can send you back in time. Why? I was gonna get to <laughs> Why? that. Why? Yeah. Also, also explain this one here. The grandmother who has no ability, when when uh, um, Kamala goes and sees the train in her vision, because the, the bracelet was hit, the grandmother saw it. Yeah. Why? She connected to the base bracelet. She didn't have it.
2: (laughs) So the theory is that because she touched it and sort of used it when she was a kid, she still connected to it. But She didn't use it as a kid. She just had it, but she didn't use it. So that's the thing. So if you remember when she goes back in time to make sure that her grandmother finds her, her uh, great grandfather. Right. Um, and she uses her powers and it scatters. It's not actually her that's making the trail. It's her grandmother who is then taking control of those pieces and creating the trail to her father. Well, that's an odd theory, but I mean, I don't that's, that's see just, how that that's would the, work, but that's a theory. That's the prevalent theory that's been going circling around. Yeah. I
1: don't that's see it. that because then how was she, she didn't know where her father was. So to send the trail to him she's she's using
2: it to i guess define. i don't understand this right man. that's what i'm saying like I, it it might, that, that, right but i'm just saying what, it's the theory it makes no
1: sense because that also then means that she's controlling this light construct and then also has the ability to home in on her father who she didn't know where he was that's why she was lost looking for him. listen it's kree you know.
2: technology man you can't explain you know. that shit. well we have I, to get into the possibilities
1: of these things so why do we talk about that um the bracelet itself like I said you know we Assume it might be Cree technology only because hey. it was found on the blue on a blue skinned corpse, yeah. right? Uh, you know, how many blue and that also would tie in with other things? You know. Uh, so far, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, with it, it, my brain's going five different places because you're talking about the Cree, and then in the back of my head, I'm thinking about um, um Taples. no, um, <laughs> shang Tacos. So I'm okay. thinking about those bangles too because there's similar technology and Wong and all that stuff, you know. So I'm like, all right, you know, is it tied in together, you know? Because th- here's the thing: they did about- find
2: it in a, I guess, sanctum of the Ten Rings.
1: Right. Well, I don't know, but didn't Wong didn't uh didn't he also say that the uh the, the Ten Rings weren't alien technology? I remember Captain uh, Marvel said that not alien technology.
2: No, but it it was uh. What was I gonna say? Remember, yeah remember
1: but right but both both of them looked at it and they did not know what it was but Captain Marvel said it wasn't technology it wasn't alien technology that she yeah, was aware she was of. aware of right but then if it was Kree technology she would probably be aware of it if they were right you know, because of, the ten, of the ten. if they were if they were related they, they she would be aware of it
2: okay no but what what they were trying to imply is the fact that they were trying to make the connection with the ten rings that the, the the bangle probably at some point made contact with the ten rings. I don't know. I'm sure, I mean, there's nothing that's making me think that, but sure.
1: We also know that there's two bangles because there were supposedly a set, and we don't know where the other one went.
0: There's a there's a lot of blanks that that um I are mean, not a lot, but there's enough blanks in this show that needed to be filled that would have helped this be richer. And and hello Disney, that's why you make it eight eight episodes instead of six. But I digress.
2: I feel that so jumping to the very end, right?
0: Like you like to do. Yeah. But you know, yeah
2: all the time all so the time when we see captain marvel appear i fear that's that's the answer to where your second bangle is and that's right she appears there
1: i'm sure wherever it is is that it's probably she's either Cree related and... whatever right it's it's well i don't
0: she didn't have a bangle on she did she did have the bangle i didn't see it on in me. the in the you mean in the post credit scene where they show i think the, I, yeah. I have to look at it again i i thought there was but you know
1: Right. But um, so you're assuming that it's probably a replacement. Like, so she probably went wherever Captain Marvel was, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, which will probably also give us a good, depending on what the movie, how it's going to go, will give us a time lag, you know, for us, the for movie. Kamala, well, for her to learn more about her powers, stuff like that, so that she won't be a complete noob, uh, you right. know, still having to learn her power at the very beginning of the movie, I would assume. But we skipped over a few things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's the, what's the one you- thing you skipped? Because we skipped over a lot of things, yes. but I mean, obviously, we're short on time. What's the one thing we skipped over that you feel like is a major point? Because there's a couple of things I want to bring up, but uh, I'll let you take the lead on this first part.
1: Um, I mean, well, definitely, like I said, the the okay. So the 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 Jin who were part of the clandestine, um, right? They wanted to open up a portal to Nor, which is their world. Doing right. that though would have turned our world into sand and been replaced by their world. That's what we've been told. Um, So in realizing this, finally, Najma, who is uh, Cameron's mother, uh, who's been leading this faction of the clandestine, and it went from being friendly to mildly threatening to downright, I'm going to kill you, uh, decides spontaneously that she's going to sacrifice herself by stepping into this portal and killing herself and somehow closing the portal, which we don't know how that happened either, considering (laughs) that another djinn stepped into the portal and died and didn't close. But in doing that, she uh imparts her powers which we didn't know she had onto her son cameron who now has the same appearing abilities as kamala does um just in a different color so it's this energy construct abilities that he seems to immediately mastered Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know in like lickety split no time and so now he's on the dangerous muslim superpowered list hit list by the dodc so that's where we now brought down. So this has now gone from a world-ending um battle which resolved itself in the next to the last episode to, oh, this is just about uh race, uh misunderstanding, and fears in the very last episode um for teenagers versus adults.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say how how do we feel about that 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 um sixth episode? Because um I was very surprised that they got rid of the clandestines and, and Muni, but you know, like, like by episode five, when, when she sacrifices herself, I was like, wait, she's not coming back. I mean, the skulls told me that <laughs> <laughs> the, ball um, you know, well, I mean, I just, I mean,
1: the whole Kevin building the uh, ultimate uh, home alone <laughs> attack field in that high school. <laughs> I'm like, like they, they were like, we have half an hour. I'm like, it would take you half an hour to gather up the things you're gathering up. <laughs> Let alone <laughs> put them together and make
2: use of them, you know. Um, I was not a fan of the ending, but uh, Ralph, go ahead. You, you took my uh, my simile that I was going to use. I was going to say that like they called up uh, Kevin McAllister Industries to figure out the best plan on how to uh, handle damage control inside the school because it, it just felt like a scene directly from Home Alone, for,
1: yeah. And also, what I, what I found very disappointing, um, beyond most of that episode, unfortunately, was that through three quarters of the episode, our hero in costume, her friends now know that she's got these powers, including her family now know she's got these powers. She's in the high school and you're thinking, all right, she's gonna put up a stand. She's got powers. Nope, she doesn't use them. Mm -mm. No, and I'm like, I don't understand. You have a superhero show with a superhero that's been using her powers left and right that is now in danger and her friends are in danger and she's not using her powers. I am not understanding this at all.
2: Wow.
0: Oh no. Ralph explains it all.
2: You're welcome. So, It better be a good one. To answer your question, (laughs) it all comes down to one thing. Moolah, dough, greenbacks. That paper. Talk about money. Money. All right. Special effects are expensive. All right. And if you keep having the superhero, you know, power this, power that, power here, power everywhere. It's gonna cost you a lot of money
0: and yeah, just look at one you know.
2: thing one thing that big guy that sits in that big ear chair likes is money and he doesn't like to spend it so with that big portal scene eating a lot of their budget they're like all right so this last episode we're gonna to have to you know like tone down the effects all right just just whatever is necessary then we do it okay <laughs> Oh, wait, she's going to have a big fight scene where she's going to have to, like, protect people? No, no, you're going to use practical effects, you know, baseballs and, and, like, stuff, paint cans, you know. Go go rewatch Home Alone, all right, and then come back with ideas, okay? All right, cool, break. So this has been...
0: Ralph Explains It
2: All. You're welcome.
0: I was kind of disappointed that with all that Ralph Explains It All garbage, that... He talked about the explanation of, you know, not, you know, spending money on special effects. Right. Keep on. Uh, okay. So, <clears throat> so uh, you talked about all this stuff about not, you know, spending money on special effects, but you didn't do it in the mouse voice. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, he, Don't do
0: it now. Too late. Did- it's he, doesn't, no,
2: he doesn't do the mouse voice. I do the mouse voice. Ah, there you go.
0: Oh boy. Okay. But gotcha. yes.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. So like.
1: So what? It just became a really big disappointment because also it made no sense. She's evidently able to control her powers to some degree. I mean, a, a formidable degree. She's been in fights in um, Karachi. She's been in fights where she's had to use them. She knows how to use them. But then, if, even if you wanted to go with the argument of she's not um, that good at using her powers, she immediately goes right from that to full blown using her powers in ways we have not even seen her use her powers. She right. actually creates a large portion. Like like she's now up in the air, stretching out the force field to mimic her body. You're just like, well, you can't have
2: it both ways. Like, so then why didn't she protect her friends? <laughs> you know. So what, um, the way it seemed to me was that she didn't want to use her powers against damage control because then that would just be reinforcing what they already think of her. It's like dangerous out of control uh powered individual who they need to take down if you notice when she does use her powers uh really big it's to protect damage control and her friends from Kamron right and herself but she could have still that's why I said why didn't she
1: protect her friends I didn't say why did she attack damage control <laughs> you know she didn't protect her friends they're being shot at.
2: <laughs> because they get, you, know. you need a home alone style plan to make. Oh the my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's that's why what they yeah. did it that way. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants so, to get yeah. coconut. Right. So that um, that was a problem there. But I mean, it was
1: as much as the, it, was a, it was a hodgepodge of things. By the end, I did think it was fun seeing you know how they wanted to show her powers, seeing like you know her legs expand with it, uh, you know her hand expand. But also, but the reason behind that was basically she just had to remember that her great grandmother said, you know, you have everything you need. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I could have been asking you about how to make a cake. <laughs> you
0: have, you everything have everything you need.
2: What she didn't understand was that in that same box where she found the bangle was a user's manual. Was she the oh, greatest oh, American
0: hero? He was. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it was there. And it, it
0: was written actually in plain English. <laughs> Here's what I'll say um, because I do agree with you both that the ending, you know um lacked a little bit actually lacked i lacked a lot of it um and we'll get to the one thing she says um before we start closing things down but um i still like a lot of what the show represents i like i like a lot of the tones they hit i like some of the topics they hit i like um her 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 inner circle and her family and the community and the fact they introduced the community in such a way where you you don't feel like you know already i didn't feel like you know oh man I couldn't understand because I'm not part of the Muslim community you kind of felt like oh that's kind of cool you know it's done in a way where it's very inclusive and supportive and I enjoyed it so much that as much as there were things that needed to be explained should have been explained could have been explained I just enjoyed it so much
1: oh yeah no I mean the show was just fun I mean like you said about with the Muslim community I mean I'm not Muslim I'm not Pakistani so I don't know all these things that are going on in their community and their religion but they also didn't make you feel like a total outsider I mean yes, yes. there's terminology you didn't understand or whatever but basically which is a great thing they're just like hey we're just you <laughs> we're just people that have a community and we like you know we have a religion right. we enjoy it we enjoy it we're, we're not all sneaking around trying to build a bomb we're just here trying to pray and lead a good life and and help out each other and that's all you really need to know about anybody at that point point. and no I, I definitely enjoyed that and I enjoyed I enjoyed most of the things. Like I said, it's the ending really bothered me, and the villains bothered me a lot. But um, I loved uh, like I loved going back in time to um, in, in Pakistan, you know, uh, you know, during that the 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 big uh, transition that that they were going through because you know yes. you learned a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I as much as I was angry while watching the fourth episode, I loved the fourth episode. Like I loved seeing her grandfather and grandmother. The reason I was angry. I'm sorry, her great grandfather and her great grandmother. The reason I was angry is because I'm like, this is a whole episode and you only have two more after this. Right. (laughs) That was the only thing I was angry about. Other than that, I was, I love the episode. I love them showing, you know, the different things and the the fears. And even though this woman's from a different dimension and a different place, she still had fears of oppression and danger, even in this world, you know. But, yeah, but like I said, it's just once again, Marvel, though, you fell flat on your villains. And I'm like, come on. Again. Again. Yeah, it's it's almost like their finales fall flat, in general, especially on their streaming their streaming finales.
2: Yeah. Ralph, um, what was the question? It <laughs> wasn't a question. <laughs> oh. uh, so I just want to say then um, one of the things I really enjoyed was the way that they wrote Bruno. You know, mm-hmm. um, so you could see the little unrequited love that he has there for for Kamala. And mm-hmm. But just I I thought it was just so cool the fact that like he's like sort of the the token white guy in mm-hmm. the show right but he's like accepted in the whole community like they they're so loving for him they're like right. oh Bruno the mother's like oh Bruno no here uh, don't go here's here's some food for you to take but, for you and your grandmother and all this stuff
1: but but curiously not just that he's well liked but that he also has bothered to learn
2: yeah. yes of their but,
1: culture which is very important you know. Yeah. He, yeah.
2: he, he accepts them and they accept him and everything.
1: Well, one scene that I thought was really powerful and I'm glad Bruno wasn't there for it because, I mean, it was, it wasn't, I mean, you know, her, either of the people weren't making a dig at Bruno, but it, it, the show itself was, uh, was kind of showing the world that she lives in is when she's um, finally getting a chance to talk with Cameron in that diner. And she's just like, she's like, well, I was talking to my, ama, my mother, and then she, he goes, I know what an ama is. And that's the difference, you know, between, you know, outside and inside the communities. And she's used to explaining because most people do not know what she's talking about. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't know her language is referring to this, that, or the other thing. She's finally talking to someone that speaks her language and speaks at Mm -hmm. least her culture. So, you know, I thought that was a very interesting scene. And when it was said, I mean, I love the scene. It just, it made me instantly hurt for Bruno. I mean, you already knew he was going to be the friend zone friend, but it hurt because, you already felt like even though he obviously knows what these words mean but that's another reason possibly why you know th- there's not this love interest that you're just you're not of this culture
0: you know yeah um and, and briefly i just say that they've definitely juggled the possible love interests of kamala very well you know whether it was one of the red da- the red dagger or you know she had um, love interests everywhere yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
1: and, and, and she, 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 was- she had three men after her that's <laughs> what i'm saying
0: <laughs> Prop, props to Kamala, definitely. But oh now, Mike, you, you should start
2: taking notes. She had three men after her. <laughs> oh, God. You should learn from that.
1: One thing I do want to mention, though, because uh, we skipped right to the end. I don't know how that happened. Spoiler. Wow. Uh, yeah. uh, but we miss another key part that I was 100... No, I'm sorry. 1,000% extremely unhappy about. And, Uh-oh. and that is when Bruno was like, yeah, you know, I tested all of your DNAs and yeah, you know, you're all got the blah 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 blah. But you have a mutation. What the fuck does that even mean?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> like, and then <laughs> and then
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. like I'm like, stop. This is that was the worst way to possibly possibly even think. Was it that the worst there. way? Yes, Was it the
0: worst way. Yes.
1: Because it's like We're like, four people mutation. and we're fantastic. I got a name.
0: That's the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's not Marvel. <laughs> that's not the MCU. It's a Marvel property, though. But you know and, what I mean. They have no control. But my, what I'm saying though is, is, that it also makes no sense. First of all, you don't know anything about her race in the gym, so you can see there's an anomaly that's making up their DNA that's different than human. Okay, I'll give you that. But you don't know them, so how do you know this is a mutation, also within her DNA? Because you have no other person that you're mimicking this by to to you know process this, and also. Did you build this gene sequencer? <laughs> because, like, what were you testing it on?
2: That has gin, human, and unknown DNA. <laughs> you know. He used the uh, the scrap pieces that were left over after the store blew up right. to put together a gene sequencer. I guess and, and so. And a mass but, spectrometer, just to yeah. just for it, you know, yeah, that a good measure it, that
1: that thrown in out of nowhere for no reason just angered me. It wasn't It was it wasn't even fan service, because again, she's not even a mutant, meaning the actual character, not the TV version. Yeah, surgeon. well, I mean, it's it's not even, she's not even a mutant. It's like, so what was the point of this? You know? Apparently, Bruno is a
2: master geneticist. Don't question it.
1: I mean, if they make him Mr. Sinister later on or the high evolutionary,
0: I'll give it to you, but,
2: you
0: know. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is there anything else we want to discuss before we go into renaming and ratings? I nope.
2: I just thought it was um, a little cheesy the way they're, like, when she has that heart-to-heart with her mother. Was it her mother or her father? I think it was her mother. Where she learns the meaning of her name. That's on the she's roof. Like, That's her mm-hmm. father. Yeah. Her father, yeah. And she learns oh, yeah. the meaning of her name, and she's like, hmm, marvel. It means Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> You're like so
1: So you were you were were always our little miss marvel Marvel, yeah hmm there you go
0: (laughs) yeah it's a little little, so what were you
1: saying about there's four of us and we're kind of fantastic
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll give that to you i'll give that to you okay all right let's do it gentlemen renaming the series ralph you want to go first sure why not go right ahead i
2: call this miss marvel a guy ritchie heist production because like he's <laughs> like, where's, where's Guy Richie? Is he around the corner? So we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Is, all right. We're oh going to need God. six guys over here. All right. And then John's going to be the lookout.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to channel my inner 90s Nickelodeon person and also channel some Melissa Joan Hart and call it Kamala Explains It All, but with powers. Oh, yeah. You I just lost, that.
2: like, all our listeners because they don't Oh, know. please. You <laughs> no want, you didn't
0: watch um, Clarissa Explains it all?
2: Get out oh, of Of course I watch Clarissa Explains. Thank I'm you. Exactly. Our younger listeners, like, look at Mike.
0: Mike is like, who the hell is that? I guy? have no idea. I've never heard I, of him. Will, I'll, tell him po- I'll tell them post-podcasts. Mike, <laughs> what do you mean?
1: Uh, I rename it Ms. Marvel, Ms. Finale.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So now let's move on to ratings for Ms. Marvel. Ralph
2: I give Miss Marvel eight Bruno is the next MacGyver out of ten because he just built a echo device with scrap pieces that he pulled out of the trash bin I was like "Uh oh Oh, yeah Amazon you better watch out Bruno's coming for you
0: (laughs) who who needs Ironheart when you when you got him Um, no (laughs) silencio Bruno here oh man oh good (laughs) nice another (laughs) another Bruno in a Disney film it's so weird um but nobody I, talks about him either. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give it eight and a half homemade cosplay outfits out of ten. I, I, I found that so charming. And, and that whole thing, we didn't even get... To, I mean, there's so much to talk about. We didn't get to talk about how many Easter eggs were in that convention alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Easter oh, eggs yeah, was great. Going
2: nuts over there, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you could have a chance <laughs> to, to stop it and, and, and watch, watch it and dissect each thing, watch it e- uh, in each... You know, beckons to other um, other shows and movies and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. great.
2: I mean, the, the intros alone on each episode are Easter eggs.
0: Well, they, they also pay homage to the comic and all that stuff.
2: Absolutely. No, but each each episode, it was a different way that they displayed Miss Marvel. Each right. one was different. And even the episode four, it was more of a historical version. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Mike? Uh,
1: I give it eight and a half. Dad is Muslim Hulk out of ten. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Oh, I, I would no. totally do that. Dad, you're so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> I felt bad. That was heartbreaking there. Uh, was.
1: I, mean, I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, that was one thing, though, as much as I said, I, I love her and everybody about it, they did write that family a little bit too, like, peaches and cream. I'm like, all right. You know, like, everything is like, oh, but my child, I do. And you're like, all right, come on. <laughs> you can you, know you can I love mean? her. You can love her, but like stop stop feeding her all that damn saccharine there, lady. <laughs> you know? Peaches, oh. and cream. but I did love them
2: How Was, was right. it well, What was Never mind. What?
0: Never mind. Oh, what the hell? So <laughs> I miss doing it in person because you know they're not talking over each other. <laughs> I was I was singing Peaches and
2: Cream. Never mind.
0: Oh, don't please don't. Um, <laughs> so there you have it. Or you know what I Ms. mean, Ms. Marvel. Check it out. I mean. I know we did, um, but don't go anywhere. Rocket Review is next. Hi, everyone. This is The Cap, here with another Rocket Review. Today, I'll be reviewing the Tailhole Animation and Bones Incorporated film, My Hero Academia, World Heroes Mission. Its US release was back in October 29, 2021, and is currently available for all streaming or most streaming platforms. It's the third feature film of the My Hero Academia series. This film follows our favorite student heroes in training as they are all dispersed around the world in various hero internships. While this is happening, a cult group called Humorized looked to set off a bomb that would eliminate all super-powered beings around the globe so that non-superhero people can rule the earth. Now remember, in this world, of the population have developed powers. Also, our main hero, Izuku Midoriya, also known as Deku, gets framed for a terrorist attack he didn't commit and must clear his name while also saving the world in the process. All of your favorite quirky heroes make an appearance, but Todoroki and Bakugo take center stage. The movie has a lot of great action sequences, but the story's a little flimsy and the climax falls a little flat. And of course, I'm not a big fan of the movie, not being into continuity with the rest of the series. So because of that, I'm going to give My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission a regrettable six and a half Detroit smashes out of 10. Thank you all for listening. And now, Geeks on the Go. Geeks on the Go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, everybody. Here we come to the part of the show where things start to get spoiled and we don't need a spoiler warning. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek and we make it under a minute more often than we would like. But I feel like my questions are going to all of a sudden become hard to answer because nobody wants the cap to win, right? Right, yeah.
1: This just sounds like you got paranoia issues.
2: <laughs> okay. Sounds like he's a whiny little bitch.
1: Wow. All
0: right.
2: Let, let's see what happens
0: now. Oh, what?
1: Syndrome. Now it doesn't sound like an insult.
0: Yeah. Wow. If you say, you say
1: syndrome right. at the end? Yeah. I forgot about
0: that part. <laughs> Tiny
1: bitch syndrome.
0: Ready, set, go. Do you really want a live Avenger, a live young Avenger team on the big screen? Mike. Hell to the and no. Wow. Okay. Wow.
2: I feel that we should discuss why Mike doesn't want it on there. But But not now.
0: What's your answer? I said I do. Okay, cool. There we go. All right. So, if the MCU is building towards a Secret Wars film, should it be with or without a version of the X-Men? Ralph. That's like saying, do you want a Philly cheesesteak without the steak? Wow, that's a pretty strong statement. Mike, from Philly.
1: (laughs) No X-Men. The Secret Wars finale would be the perfect place to introduce mutants and reformat
0: everything. I'll explain later. All right, and blind prediction will the Flashpoint movie be a good movie despite its massive problems? Ralph, I think I'd prefer to be blind to watch the Flashpoint movie. Oh,
1: damn, damn. Mike. Uh, it will be as whacked as Ezra Miller's clothing choices.
0: Ah, time's up. Oh, but say, say the last part again.
1: I said it'll be as whacked as Ezra Miller's clothing choices. Wow there's a lot of wax when it comes to Ezra Miller Dude, and that this. movie was doomed from the beginning if it is good I will be happy and I will be shocked there is nothing about that movie said that it ever would be good you know
0: now let's go back for a second Mike you said something about um it'd be a good um you, the second question I asked about MCU right. building towards secret wars you said that'd be a good place to kind of start up the mutants if they don't include them in secret wars what do you mean
1: well, I mean, think about it. Secret Wars is not secret invasion. I know you know that. This is for the hose at home. It's the secret invasion is the one with the scrolls being, you know, and you know, and secretly da 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 doing all this stuff. Secret Wars, especially the last one, is when everything was basically destroyed, and it was the uh, an Earth was cobbled together from different Earths, different real of different um, dimensions, right? And then at the result of that um, storyline. Earth was, well, a long story, but Mr. Fantastic and his son, the ever prominent- uh, Franklin <laughs> um, Richards. Franklin Richards helps restore all the multiverse. But my whole point was in doing that, not saying to please don't use that as your foundation. Uh, but <laughs> my whole point though, is that if things were fractured and then reformatted with a new kickoff, now you can redo everything. I don't mean redo the Avengers movies. You can just start things where you want to. And guess what? It's a world that's always had mutants everything's already in place wolverines existed for over a hundred and something years blah, blah 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 everything's happened you know it's a, it's a world that the chitari Invaders did not happen or it did it doesn't matter so <laughs> you're yeah. saying
0: after the secret Wars, the same way that they kind of did a soft reboot they uh marvel the mcu itself could do a soft reboot as well it could do soft universe. or hard and it would not be a problem you know you
1: do soft because, or hard i mean it Apple would be well or yeah, so. yeah, I mean, basically i mean it would be depending on what they went and how extreme they went it might be a very hard swallow for obviously fans, stuff like that. So you're not going to want to go dramatic. You're not going to be like the Avengers never happened, and here's all new Avengers. You know, like you know, you're not going to want that. Yeah, right. Malcolm in the Middle as you know Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Brian Cranston as a Scarlet Witch. Uh, <laughs> I- <laughs> well, as, as long as they
2: have the little Dios ex machina Franklin Richards introduced, they can do whatever they want. Oh, God, that would be horrible. I, I hope that, you, you, I, I always
1: say, have superheroes having kids if they were not built to have them from the very beginning is a mistake because they only become horrible parents. I've so made saying that kids for years.
0: So you're saying kids are mistakes? Wow. Uh,
1: at times, yes, but in the comics, oh, 100%. Ah. Look, 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 at, look at every established, again, that's the important part, fully established superhero or superhero group or whatever that then suddenly years decades later we have some have a kid either the kid is immediately aged to being either in the late teens or a full grown adult they go somewhere and they come back as an adult so why would you bother right <laughs> you know? or fantastic four oh we're going to be gone for a few months agatha just look after our children oh mm-hmm. great dad mom you are <laughs> or or we're just going to go on this really weird place we'll be back in an hour and the adventure lasts for three months. <laughs> you know, like it's like you just left your kids alone. And of course, you're always being attacked by dangerous villains in your place. So it's like, nah, just don't. Not kids, no.
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> Mike. Works, Mike works with child services now, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Mr. I, yes, yes, I do. Damien, Damien, if you're out there, mm-hmm. Damien Wayne, if you're out there and you need me, just you know, give me the sign and I'll get you out of that abusive home. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are you gonna put him in another? Yeah. Abusive home. Well, he is the abusive home. I'm actually, go. Talking, I'm actually talking to Bruce Wayne. Bruce, if you need <laughs> to get out of there, <laughs> blink
0: twice. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, gentlemen. Shout outs. Do we have any shout outs for this show? Ralph, Michael,
2: blah blah blah.
1: Everyone, you guys, blah blah blah. Shout outs. It's that is from the heart that makes you feel so touched
2: by Ralph. It does.
1: And I have a doll that's gonna show you where he touched
0: me. I was just gonna say that too. <laughs> now,
1: um, you know, not not naming names because you know who you are, but all of the people out there that thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Hopefully, new listeners are still listening, and hopefully old listeners haven't given up on us because we are better than ever. And by we I mean me.
0: Right. <laughs> Humbly. Um, I'm 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 not gonna uh, shout out to you I mean, I'm gonna shout out everybody and saying, Thank goodness. You're still listening and thank you for the support and on and off the podcast, you know, whether it's on the on the IG page or whether you just see me on the stream. Be, oh, I heard the episode, whatever, whatever. I really definitely appreciate that. Thanks to everybody who's listening. But I wanted to highlight a couple of people. One person is um, actually who works, one of our friends who works at Forbidden Planet, our boy Kelvin, a.k.a. Bat Jesus. Shout out to him. That's now, just he- all kinds of questions to be asked. Oh, well, here's a question <laughs> for you, Mike. He said, what the hell is your problem with the Batman? He said, does Mike like anything pure and good? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he proceeds to go in about how Mike eviscerated the Batman in 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 our review. And he's like, what's wrong with him? Does he not like the Batman? I go, well, the, quite the contrary. Mike does like Batman. You know, he just feels like Bat, the Batman didn't solve anything. And Kelvin went on to talk about it's year two. Therefore, for Batman not to solve anything, you know, that makes sense because he's new in the game. But that makes him a shitty detective. That's,
1: <laughs> that's like going to, like, oh, well, you're going to have surgery done by the doctor because he's only been on the staff for two years, so you're going to die.
0: Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelvin definitely wanted, wanted me to, you know, he definitely wanted me to kind of put your feet to the fire a little bit about the Batman, but we don't have a lot of time to put your feet to the fire, so we just threw a coal at it. So that, that, that no, should that's work fine. a little bit. And
1: I said what I said in that episode. I'll wow. say it
0: again. I hope you were a I hope you were buff. <laughs> and you a And I want to give a shout-out to... Yeah, you are who you, who you are, are, right?
1: I am right. You're Popeye I want to give a
0: shout-out to Emma's from Marvel, because Emma's from Marvel, um, I was hanging out with her daughter, a sweet 16 we were having a conversation, and she was talking about the fact that she thought Black Panther was meh. And M is for Marvel. Let me say this: We're cool, but I can't respect you if you feel Black Panthers mad. Meanwhile, you consider Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, a good actor. Wow, even Mark Wahlberg doesn't love a good actor. Loves Mark Wahlberg like, well, she'll die on that hill.
1: Well, (laughs) she may die on that hill, but his eulogy is going to be shit because he can't
0: act. I can't even do a Mark Wahlberg impersonation that can even make this even better. (laughs) Got to leave it to the imagination. And of course, shout out to Lady J. Always, always good to spend time with you. And thank you very much for, um, you know, just putting a smile on my face. Thank you very much. Oh, and shout out to the guys who went to the, to the Cyclones game. So that's Rob the Tech, uh, um, intern, Joey, the intern and, um, Hipsy Tom along with Lady J and Riley. It was a good time. Thanks for a good time. Where was, where was MFG? Working,
1: (laughs) making all of your lives a pleasure.
2: Listen, someone got to work the corner. It's not going to be us. Wow.
0: I bring in the most money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for mfg's only fans i guess that's it guys <laughs> i'm gonna close on that you gotta close with a smile it's kind of like prostitution so for <laughs> mike also known as mfg and the always zen rt square off the tech this is the cap saying keep it geeky and we'll see you next time